0: The South Coast End Zone Podcast. <laughs> Extended coverage of high school football from sports editor Lori Loss of the Standard Times. Now, the South Coast End Zone. Hi, welcome to South Coast End Zone, the podcast. I'm sports editor Lori Loss. I'm here with digital sports editor Brendan Curie, and uh, we're here to talk football. Woohoo! Yay. Football
1: season is upon <laughs> us.
0: That was exciting.
1: Yeah, so we'll talk about some Wareham here.
0: Yeah, the Vikings. All right,
1: the Vikings. So obviously quite the season last year.
0: Yes. 9 and 2 uh reached the South Sectional Championship, uh won the small division of the South Coast Conference and then went to some Somerset Berkeley and knocked off uh the Raiders and They'll won.
1: always have. They'll always be They'll the first that. ever South Coast Conference overall champions.
0: Yep. I was I was at that game. And it was an amazing game. and It just came down to the wire. It was awesome. Um, But that was last year.
1: That was last year. Uh, One of the issues from last year has carried over to this year, and that's low numbers. (laughs) Yes, yes. Not a ton of kids out there in the mid-20s this year.
0: Although, as we were talking, I think, last week even though they had low numbers, they had Isaac Nazimento who counted for, what do we say? It's like about? 17 players. <laughs> I think I said about four or five. Four. Uh, so just as... He made up for a
1: lot of other yes. uh, gaps in yeah, the roster.
0: Yes, yes, And he's gone. Um, you know, he's graduated after a record-setting career. Um, um, you know, pretty much, I mean, he's going to go down as one of the, the top running backs to ever come out of Wareham and one of... And probably, quarterbacks. Huh? <laughs> yeah, quarterbacks too. Um, you know, and, and probably one of our... You know, top football players, at least of the last decade or so, Mm -hmm. um, that we've had uh, locally. So, um, you know. We'll be able to watch
1: them at Framingham State now,
0: right? Yeah, big, big shoes to fill, though. Um,
1: It is. And I don't think it's going to be one person filling those shoes. Um, So they obviously have low numbers. I think by the end of last season, they were down to about 20 kids, 18 to 20 kids by the end of last season. Uh, They had about 25 out now. And there's some names that you'll definitely recognize. Uh, You know, Eric Zine is back. He's uh, kind of. Him and Isaac kind of switched in and out of the quarterback roles. Uh, Bob Lomp had moved him around a couple of times. But uh, now under first-year head coach Fran Cass, he's going to be a running back, uh, along with Seth Andrade, who got off to a great start to last season. Yes, I remember that. Ran for 200-and-something yards uh, in week one and uh, finished with over 500 yards in just five games and also caught for more than 300 yards. So he's kind of a dual threat. Now, he'll miss the beginning of this season. We're not sure exactly when he'll be back, but uh, they're hoping it could be as early as week two, but uh, we're not sure there. Um, and then, uh, so they'll be running behind Lane and Brito. He'll be the team's fullback. And then at quarterback, they have a new transfer.
0: Yes, they were telling me about this. Yes. Uh,
1: so uh, Isaac Pinero is his name, and uh, he is uh transfer. He's from Brazil originally. He played at IMG Academy, and uh he was kind of a third string quarterback there. He's kind of a bigger kid. Uh, I think he's uh 62. Um looks, you know, has a not quite the size of like True Williams over in New Bedford, but yep. kind of in line with that. And uh we don't know you know, a whole lot about him. I saw him out there once, but he was mostly just handing the ball off when I was out there. They were uh, really kind of working on a lot of the running plays uh, while I was there. So I didn't really get to see him throw the ball a lot. But, uh, you know, he, he certainly has the size and the stature to play the position. So, you know, we'll see how he is. Of course, IMG Academy is known for being like this sports yes. mecca almost, powerhouse. So, uh, you know, there certainly seems to be some... Uh, Some bloodline I guess not bloodlines, but, uh, you know, he's got to have something good if he was at IMG Academy. The real question is going to be the line. Yeah. They don't have a lot of size. They don't have a lot of depth. No. So it's going to be on both sides of the ball, you know, can they push the line? Now, Fran Cass told me he's not too worried about size. Uh, you know, he's you know, making sure his, his linemen have speed. So there'll be, I think, a lot of zone blocking more this athletic. year. Yeah. Kind of getting out and blocking in the open field as opposed to just kind of like trying to push the line forward. Uh, so, you know, we'll see. Uh, they're definitely going to pass the ball more. Uh, it'll be probably, I mean, not the last year's offense wasn't entertaining with Isaac. Oh, yeah. It but by, it wasn't entertaining by design. It yep. was entertaining by kind of individual excellence yes and uh, this year there'll be a little more a little more entertainment designed into the offense and uh, they'll try to do a few different things spread the ball out a little bit more Uh, coach Cass's uh, last head head coaching stop was at Holbrook Avon he was a head coach there Uh, he later was an assistant I think he likes fixing up old homes (laughs) so uh, he needed some time for that Uh, he's also coached the Middleborough Cobras uh, their semi pro team up there. And it just seems like a real energetic guy. I mean, he was out there, the practice I was out there. He was, he was running sprints with the team. He needed a wide receiver at one point. And he was out there running routes, wow. you know, so now when, can he
0: play the games? Does he have any eligibility left? <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's a good question. Yeah. We'll see if, uh, he played it Now he played at Middleborough. Yeah, he was an that's... offensive lineman for Bob Lomp when Bob Lomp was yeah. a quarterback at Middleborough and, uh, small world. Yeah. Yeah. So they have, they have some connections and, uh, I think his quote to me was, uh, if anyone can get Bob Lomp to get chatty, it's supposedly Fran Cass. So. Oh, okay. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Good to know. <laughs>
1: if you want some uh, Bob Lomp yarns to be spun, bring Fran with you. <laughs> uh,
0: so yeah, so Wareham opens um, on Friday night at, uh, at Old Rochester, which... As we it'll were, be a
1: tough opener. Yeah, it'll be tough. But one thing he has in his hand that he played no scrimmages. Yes. And he's a new coach, so Old Rochester has zero tape Yes. on what uh, Wareham's going to do. I'm sure much to uh, Justin Coakley's chagrin.
0: Yeah, so I will. But we'll yeah, see they, they maybe they'll
1: come out and surprise them. But uh, I mean, Old Rochester also. Uh, there's a little bit of rivalry. Some of the Wareham players that could be playing for Wareham are at are Old Rochester it, due to school choice.
0: Yeah, and Dylan DeWolf uh, tr- recently yeah. transferred, and um, you know he was. I mean, he would be a huge addition. At Wareham, but mm-hmm. you know now he's at Old Rochester and another Wareham guy, Gilly, Gilly Hollow,
1: who you might have expected back this year is uh, is in Fall River now. So
0: yeah, so they lost a few kids, not just yeah. to graduation, but you know
1: the key for them will be kind of at least staying five hundred and getting into the tournament. Because then once they get up against only Division Eight teams, because they, during the regular season they don't really play any teams that are as small as them. Uh, so, you know, even in that SEC small, they're small. Yes. Uh, so, you know, if they can get into those Division 8 playoffs, they might be able to win a game or two just because they'll be going up against teams that are in similar situations to them.
0: Yeah. But, I mean, you know, not only do they play Old Rochester, uh, Fairhaven has also improved mm-hmm. this year. You know, they have a pretty veteran team. Seekonk seems like they're always usually kind of – in the mix are tough case kind of up and down and then you know there's Nossett as well and Bourne which is you know hopefully rebounding from a couple down years so I mean it is a possibility that they could make the playoffs but um you know they really have to pull everything together quickly to, to make that happen so
1: all right. Well, that was uh, we actually we've all done all nine teams now. So yeah, we ended been, with
0: Wareham. <laughs>
1: yes. Yeah, so uh, that is our uh, South Coast End Zone podcast series on the uh, opening of the 2018 football season. As always, you can read all of our preview stuff on southcoastaday.com. Follow us at sc underscore Varsity on Twitter. We're out at four to six games usually every Friday night. Uh, basically every home game and a uh, one or two road games if we can get to them. We're at every Friday night.
0: Yep.